All right, everyone, this is Common Man's Common Sense. We got quite a few things to cover today. We're going to start out with a little bit of uh, sexual harassment action uh, on several fronts. Um, we're going to listen to and we will be watching here an exchange between Dan Bongino and Geraldo Rivera on the Sean Hannity show. Uh, let's get this clip rolling. Have a Democratic Congresswoman, Kathleen Rice, now calling a Democrat again, now calling on Governor Andrew Cuomo to resign, and the story is growing by the second. Wow. Joining us with reaction to all of this, Fox News contributor Dan Bongino, Fox News correspondent at large, Geraldo Rivera. And I'm not even bringing up the, the, the cargo containers with bars on the windows, Geraldo. We'll get back into that. What's this it, growing scandal with Cuomo when you include the nursing homes? Now you have yet another accuser tonight. Then you have videos that are coming out that people are like, really? Um, and Democrats asking and pushing for him to resign or be impeached. Will he make it through the week? Probably. He's a, he's a tough guy and, uh, you know, he's in a solid position. He was in a solid position before he started getting killed uh, with a thousand cuts here. Uh, you know, it's, 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 it's rough. I'm glad you mentioned nursing homes. That is by far the bigger scandal. The scandal of, you know, putting infected people back in nursing homes and then covering up the total death toll. To me, far more serious, but it really deserves prudent, reasonable, in-depth investigation. Now, I'm very sympathetic to these young ladies who have come forward. None, as far as I have heard yet, has alleged, uh, you know, uh, conduct that would be called sexual assault in the, in the classic sense of it. I feel sorry for each one of those ladies. Uh, their story uh, deserves to be told. I, I, I think, though, that Andrew Cuomo, I, I mean, I, I know this is the most unpopular thing in America to say right now. He's a 63-year-old single guy living in Albany, the most boring town in America. He's all by himself, <laughs> and, and single women come by. I'm not saying anything is appropriate. I'm saying that there's human nature, and we have to oh. recognize that... <laughs> So where to begin? Um, all women must be believed, right? Right off, the, that's that's obviously out the window. So um, from the top down, the the glaringly obvious thing that's so common amongst Democrats and the mainstream media, double standard. So he's a strong guy. This is death by a thousand cuts. He is the victim. You see, by Geraldo's thought process. Andrew Cuomo was the victim, not not the women. Oh, and he's so, a single guy, a sixty-three-year-old single guy, which has what to do with anything, exactly, anything at all. And so, um, I think all those elderly people in nursing homes were the victims. Yeah, sure. Up in, up in New York. Yeah, yeah. but it, and the thing is though too, um, and I, the media might like a little bit of the, the sexual misconduct to keep keep it off of the the. The focus off of the desk in the nursing home, but either way, like, how is this dude still holding his office? Um, but I, the, if you juxtapose this with the way they conducted themselves for the Brett Kavanaugh appointment, absolute ridiculousness. Yeah, absolutely. And, but, but then to try to um, to use the disclaimer that oh, you know, th these women, uh, they we need to listen to their story. That's you're saying that because you have to, but you just said, I know this is unpopular opinion. Yeah, you know, well, he's a 63-year-old dude. Right. In the most boring town. Right. So if one of the women that was lo lobbying the accusations was one of your family members, would you still have that same mentality? No. 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 You, you wouldn't. This is just a prime example of the left. Again, once again, you set the standard on the hashtag me too movement mm -hmm. like that's what that's what you wanted you you guys set the standard that all women are to be believed mm -hmm. i mean it's it's guilty until proven innocent when it comes to the hashtag me too stuff mm -hmm. so and like you said with the brett kavanaugh hearing you had i think it was Alyssa milano sitting at the brett kavanaugh hearing you know representing all of hollywood back there like a magpie you know peeping out from behind everybody but who also hid tons of sexual of uh, sexual misconduct for her own career, so that uh, that Rose McGowan woman 
because like they were on we talked about that once before yeah. they were on a show together and so she's a fraud through and through herself even in that capacity but if and if if I'm not mistaken Cuomo was also a big advocate absolutely. of the Me Too of movement yeah, yeah absolutely yeah. it's Me Too until it's, it's Me him. Too yeah <laughs> exactly <laughs> alright it gets better that he's not Geraldo, a when you say that, you're you basically saying, made out. oh, I'm old school. I'm kind of used to that. The world's changed here. The, the world has changed. And what's a guy, what's he going to do? I don't know what he's going to do. I don't know what, I don't know how he well, runs we know his what life. he did with he Kavanaugh. He wrote this, this wave of extraordinary, wait a minute, he wrote he this wave Kavanaugh. of extraordinary publicity. Dan Bongino, wanted he wanted Kavanaugh, Kavanaugh to, to take a lie detector test. And he Pause. went out with... He just said, I want it to be confirmed. That never happened in any capacity when the accusations were lobbied against a Republican, when they were lobbied against Donald Trump, when they were lobbied against Kavanaugh. You, you didn't want to hear any any of the evidence and to see if it could be corroborated. It, it, you're talking about death by a thousand cuts. It was public hanging with no trial. Yeah. All right. I believe, I believe, I believe himself too, Dan. Yeah, yeah, that's all crap, what Geraldo just said. Because, uh, listen, sorry, man, but this, uh, like you just said, this guy has put himself on the, uh, the totem pole of morality. He's put himself at the top. Oh, K- Kavanaugh, who had the most ridiculous accusations you've ever heard level against him, debunked by every credible person who understood what really happened in Kavanaugh. And Cuomo was out there. He needs to take a polygraph test, a lie detector test. Nah, nah, man. I'm sorry, Geraldo. He could be lonely all he wants. And, you know, uh, go what are you going to do dog. with him? What are you going to okay? do? You're going to arrest him? I'm not him? doing any of him. Do? He's disgusting yeah? and he's a you're creep. Gonna... I don't want anything to do. I wouldn't even have a tequila shot with this guy. Go Let's get mug a freak. So let's arrest him. Let's mug him. What are you talking about? That's something a psycho girlfriend says, like this extreme alternative, like nobody mug him. What the hell are you talking about? Let's what are we going to do? Mug him? No, we're going to investigate this. and, And if he's guilty, he's got to go. But instead, it's, it's kind of the same syndrome as the Republicans want dirty air and dirty water. No, nobody wants that. There, there, there's a happy medium in between that's realistic, and you want to avoid that because you're hysterical because the guy that, that you promoted got caught with his hand in the cookie jar like they always do. And how? why is it every time somebody of prominence, um, Anthony Weiner, Bill Clinton, Jeffrey Epstein, Harvey Weinstein, like there are all these people – are Democrat donors, they're leftists. When do conservative people routinely ever get caught with their hand in the cookie jar? You people are making the rules and you people are breaking the rules. Your your deviance is just, <laughs> and now you're defending this behavior. It's amazing. All right. If you're lonely, stop putting your mitts on people. It's probably not a good idea to be doing kissy play with people Amen. who aren't interested. It's kind of gross. It, I'm really you know, sorry. It's, so, it's super creepy. Fake and I, this morality. Guy gets, you know, hey, I don't know anything about your yeah, yeah, personal Thank God. Life, but that sounds like yeah, fake morality good. to me. I feel fake horrible morality. for what he did to this these young hilarious. women. This they is, seem, this is they the seem to be guy. fine. Uh, in, in terms pause, pause, pause. They seem to be fine. You don't know their mental... Right, but what does that even mean? Because they're not weak-minded, and, and, and so, like the, um, like the Blassie Ford woman, like the with the the contrived fake voice and the whole shtick and the complete act that she did, like this wrecked her whole life. And I, th- I want to say that he actually brings this up. You had accusations from high school that oh, with zero corroboration that come up now when this dude's going to be appointed to the Supreme Court and then you can cry and shed tears and everything all about it. So is that the standard? Oh, because they're not acting like that. This didn't really happen. Again, what about all women must be believed? Oh, they seem fine. Dude, if you're, if that, again, if that was your daughter, oh, uh, she seems fine. She got raped. Get out of here, dude. Their, their mental health, they're going to get him yeah. for, for if they, whatever's to be gotten, they're going to get him. Haraldo, listen, me, the only Letitia person James, here the guilty of State fake morality, is no friend of Mar- the only of, uh, person Andrew guilty, 
The only person guilty of fake morality is Andrew Cuomo for lecturing people about fake sexual harassment charges when actual real sexual harassment charges have emerged. And keep in mind, unlike that, that's a kill Cuomo, shot. The, the only thing that I would have said different was Andrew, Andrew Cuomo, Cuomo and you are guilty, guilty of. Even yeah. though I dislike the guy Good. as much as Good. I like any dislike Good. any human being on planet Earth. Having said that. There was never a scintilla of credibility to the charges against Kavanaugh, ever, ever. These charges are actually credible. I'm not saying they're proven, and so because but Kavanaugh they're was treated unfairly, I don't want now we'll treat from Andrew you Cuomo, or Cuomo with impunity about any of this stuff. Cuomo can plant one on my caboose. I, I feel it's sorry. Disgusting. I know his mom. <laughs> I know his mom. It's gross. His Listen. dad was one of my favorite guests on my show. Mario well, Cuomo has returned governor. Which has to do what with anything? What if Jeffrey Dahmer's mom was on your show? You know, Maybe. I feel bad I, for I the way this her. guy's life is unraveled. I, I, the uh, women I will, I, I will. So what does Cuomo have on Rivera? That's what I'm wondering. Good, feel bad. I, I don't even I know that it's that. It's the, it, the, it, Geraldo Rivera, like most liberals, has a, a, a whacked out emotional attachment to this guy. And so he can do no wrong. And that's the problem with them. Like they stick together. So, they, you know, they talk about the thin blue line and cops stick. Nah, dude, that ain't real, dude. But in, in, as you can attest to, dude, any like government at any level of any kind, um, there, in some instances, I assume it's fraternal, but dude, it's because it's political. It, it can be, and a lot of times it's cutthroat. Like there's not always 100% loyalty. There, there's factions within any kind of police department or anything like that. You people don't have that. Dude, you, you, you'll take a bullet for this dude. Look at this, this is garbage. Like the, if the dude's guilty, you're still gonna kiss him. It's nuts. Let's see if there's anything left on that one. So I'm really sorry you feel bad. He doesn't feel bad for you. Him and his brother are laughing at you right now on the air. I'm really sorry you feel bad. You oh, got stop it you with me. Played. It's not about me. You you, no, you, you got should played. be, a, you know, a street corp preacher. <laughs> true. If you were a street corp preacher with your fake morality, you could be lecturing fake everybody. Morality. Shame on you and shame on you <laughs> and shame on you. And you get out and you get out of here. I don't do anything. Geraldo needs a just, damn good Geraldo, slapping. Did you miss the whole segment you do where it every I said time he's innocent to proven guilty? You missed all that. You missed that whole part See of how personal Geraldo's making it? You do it every time we're together. proven guilty. I'm going to... I'm going to send you back to your corners. We will continue this later this week. Um, but serious issues here. And I think the Republicans got it right in the case of Kavanaugh. They took the charges seriously, did a full investigation. That's how this has to be handled. Which, regardless, they were asking that guy to step down. I believe he refused. Yeah. We'll, we'll see how it goes. And then his brother, Chris, I don't know if you saw that on, on oh, CNN. Yeah, where like, he said he can't cover him anymore. Yeah. He has to stick to the real news. There's other news going on oh. other than that. Is that right? Yeah. It was going to be a conflict of interest for him to cover his brother. So he's going to cover In, in a negative news. light. What kind of... That's a conflict of interest. That's a conflict of interest. That's interesting. If if the other stuff that he's going to cover is real news, what kind of news is his brother's sexual misconduct and, and nursing home allegations? Is that is that fake news? Huh. Well, I guess that is fake news to them. Well, it's perfect time to segue into this next one. Tara Reid is a former aide to Joe Biden. In 1993, Reid accused her former boss, then-Senator Joe Biden, of sexually assaulting her. Reid said in 1993 that then-Senator Joe Biden pushed her up against a wall and penetrated her with his fingers. In a graphic interview with Megyn Kelly last year, Tara Reid began by explaining how she was given a duffel bag and told to, quote, hurry up and give it to then-Senator Biden. She caught up with Biden in a corridor in the Russell Building to give him his gym bag, and that's when he sexually assaulted her. Quote, he greeted me, he remembered my name, and I handed him the bag. And it happened very quickly, Reed said. I remember, I remember being pushed up against the wall and thinking the first thought that I had thought was, where's the bag, which is absurd. He had his hands underneath my clothes and it happened all at once. Reed continued as she became emotional. So he had one hand underneath my skirt and the other hand, I'm sorry, underneath my shirt and the other hand I had a skirt on and he like went down my skirt and then up and I remember I was almost on my tippy toes. Reed told Megyn Kelly that Biden whispered something vulgar in her ear as he assaulted her. The media totally ignored Tara Reed, even though she had con contemporaneous witness to back up her claims that Biden sexually assaulted her. On Wednesday night, Tara Reed joined Greg Kelly to discuss the horrible sexual assault by Joe Biden. Reed told Newsmax host that, the Newsmax host that aside, quote, I believe the elite Democrat Party used the Me Too movement as a shield while actually uplifting predators. That's the most profound statement. You know what I mean? Um, 
Tara Reid spoke about the reaction on the left to her, to her accusations. Quote, I was smeared, attacked, threatened. My life was threatened. My daughter and I were stalked. And the way the tone was set by the New York Times, I don't know if you're aware, but my attorney filed a demand with the New York Times for correction of the record. And I also, something to address was they actually posted my social security number in their headline. It's, and yet again, what is a more likely scenario? Again, she had people to back up her claim because she had told people about it around her when it occurred. And and I'm, I'm not like no like massive Kavanaugh fan or anything, but if you if you had to, to believe either of the accusations, which one seems more accurate and realistic and truthful? The Biden. It, what, what, what in his behavior indicates that that might be true? <laughs> No, seriously, outline it to me. Somebody, why, why would somebody think that? Because if you're a Biden supporter right now, what, what can you tell me that doesn't indicate he would do that? What? What in his behavior pattern indicates that he's not a sexual predator? Ah, you can't. I mean, it's obvious on camera when he's slipping up behind women, putting his hands on sure. their shoulders. and w- Would it be the way he raised his son and his son's behavior? Ah, uh, yeah, the, exactly. What kind of father produces a son like that? You know yeah, what I mean? A son that's seen that. Absolutely. Yeah. And so, and then the left and the left voters and the cancel culture uh, gang comes after the woman, for, for, which proves the entire left doesn't care at all. Even the left voters, they don't care. Like, it, it's gotten so bad and so di- diametrically opposed in this country. The left glorifies sex. And behind closed doors, if that happened to a conservative, piss on her you know what I mean yeah what all women aren't to be believed only left-leaning people are to be believed about anything even though like we've already proven nine times out of ten if a sexual if, if a politician's involved in sexual misconduct they're a Democrat and that's a that's a bona fide uh, research statistic that that I worked hard on coming up with nine out of ten boom roasted <laughs> Well, it's not just that, too. It's just uh, even with the women, the left always, you know, they seem like they're the party that champions women. But it's only the women that tow their party line or tow their narrative. Yeah. Because when you got somebody like Candace Owens or Sarah Palin, when they come along, I mean, those ladies have raked across the coals. I mean, with the quickness, do they not? Which, Well, yeah. And there was a story from this week. Uh, it may have been from a few weeks ago. I just saw it this week. There was a, a white student. Um, I, was, I think it may have been in Ohio. but Virginia. For black, Virginia. For Black History Month, um, she used Candace Owens as a black trailblazer. And then the, the, an email went out that you can't use her. She's a racist. She's, you know, this, she hasn't done anything for the black community, which I would contend, obviously, to the contrary. But... Um, so yeah, that's a perfect case in point. But, and as far as the way right-leaning women are treated, um, the video of Ann Coulter from prior to the 2016 election when she was talking about you know, who's the most likely candidate to, to win the Republican nomination for 2016. Right now, Donald Trump. And they all just laugh while she sits there. And of course, she was absolutely right. But, but oh, if you if you believe this, we treat you like a moron, even if you're proven right. And that, that's something that's that's pretty common with Donald Trump. Like the, a lot of the left, especially the higher laws of the left leftist governance, they know what what time it is and what reality is. And so when Donald Trump's saying these things and they know that they're accurate, they're, they're going to make fun of them. So people discount, oh, he's an idiot. No, what he's saying is accurate, even if he's not the most articulate. And every time, without fail, he's always proven right. And he'll be proven right on election fraud eventually. What, he's already proven right on election fraud. He will be proven right on election fraud to the, to the majority of the populace in due time. But, again, double standards. All right, up next is a video that's been viewed more than one million times. Now, this is the video of Joe Biden's live feed cut off ask her after asking for questions. But before you start, this is the only video of Joe Biden that's been viewed over 100,000 yeah. times. Like, it, this hasn't been viewed a million times because people like to watch Joe Biden. And just before we watch it, President Trump's CPAC speech got 31 million views. It got more, way more viewers than the Golden Globes. But this guy beat him. Come on. <laughs> Come on, man. Thank you. Thank you. And I'm happy to take questions if that's what I'm supposed to do, Nance. Whatever you want me to do. 
Oh, boom. And cut the feed. <laughs> the leader of the free world, he can't even command a video conference. He, it's, I, I like that he's got a little pet name. He dropped the Y. <laughs> That's what I'm supposed to do, Nance. Like, it's all casual. That's probably what he told her when he had her pushed up against the wall. That's what he was whispering <laughs> into her ear. Come on, Nance. <laughs> I don't yeah. know that that's a pet name so much as he just, don't, you know, yeah. Can't say Nancy. Yeah, Nance, Nancy, whatever your name yeah. is. I'll forget it here soon anyway. <laughs> yeah, and they want to take away the, so like there's bipartisan support for taking the, the nuclear codes away from the guy. I wonder why. But am I correct in saying this guy hasn't had any kind of a news conference? No, he hasn't. It's been the longest in a hundred years. The president hasn't had one. And I don't think he's had any kind of address on the Syria, bombing in Syria. No. Man, I don't I don't know that he's addressed Congress at all on that. Does he need to? I mean, they're just getting their bomb on, dude. Ain't no big deal. <laughs> business as usual. Ain't no press conference, I, dude. Yeah, it is business as usual. Get usual your, for, a, for a Democrat. I mean... Get, get your bomb on, dude. And wasn't it back in the Bush era, like, Team America, world police, like weird. Yeah. But now we're going to be a force in the world for good in the world. So is the world our problem or not? Because you guys keep changing to whatever is convenient for you at the time. Like, I don't. It's it's getting hard to follow. But I, all I know, so four years of Trump, no new wars. Well, not only no new wars, but all of the fear mongering that came before four years of Trump. You know, saying that we were going to be in nuclear war and and with uh, Kim Jong Un and, and like, and this guy's the only president ever to set foot in North Korea. Oh, so like a boss too, by the way. Yeah, I, so like I said, all the fear mongering that came before that, and then it took you know a grand total of what a month, and then we're bombing Syria. Um, you know, unlike the previous administration, Obama going on his uh, his iconic apology tour mm-hmm. you know I mean apologize for what yeah and bowing didn't he bow to yes and they're still for all intents and purposes doing that like not not necessarily a specific apology tour but they're they're lambasting us as if we're bad for being an American so that Joy Reid was saying today or yesterday Republicans would trade all the tax cuts in the world if they were able to say the n-word again that's all that Republicans want to do is, is drop the n-bomb left and right because oh, people, you mean what Biden just did? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly what he just did. But um, one of the things, though, talking about Trump and Twitter, um, because I heard that a lot, and and I even said that uh, said it a few times because the the media construed a scenario where they put people on the defense, like you people, especially at the onset of his presidency, people wanted to distance the souls. Yeah, I voted for him, but. Nah, dude, like, stop all that. That was media-induced. Like, the idea that, oh, he's on Twitter. I don't like the stuff that he tweets. The media created that narrative because they didn't like his ability to communicate directly with the people. There's a reason they got him off of Twitter, and it wasn't because of his tweets. It was because it was a a direct line of communications to the constituents. So Yeah, we need more middleman. Exactly. And so— that that's why they created that whole idea and that all oh, this is unprincipled it's and because un- it's a complex and nuanced issue exactly and if, and if he's explaining it to you then we can't twist and contort it somewhere in between i can't say it any better than that but yes absolutely dude the situation is broad and complex oh, goodness gracious dude <laughs> which this and it, which is which is rich coming from biden oh yeah. i would love to see that guy explain anything that's broad and complex yeah really he can't, he can't even, even spell complex, complex. Yeah. Yeah. i'll take questions too nance if that's what you need me to do well, uh, <laughs> yeah yeah. Uh, well, the, the thing to note, too, though, that was uh, Democratic House members that he was speaking in front of. So they may have allowed him to ask or rather them to ask questions afterwards. They're not going to let you see any of that hogwash. They're not going to let this guy untethered just talk. Well, he's, he's a train wreck. The the press secretary circled back to this question and she responded <laughs> today, quote, we're looking forward to holding a full press conference. 
I guarantee you're not looking forward to it. No. No, I wonder what kind of delay they're going to have Yeah, we're doing some hardcore preparation to find out what things we can do to prop up Weekend at Bernie's for a press conference. We look forward to holding a full press conference in the coming weeks before the end of the month. We're going... We're working on setting a final date for that. As soon as we do, we'll let you all know. And this was today. Look, I, and this is unpopular, this. like, because that woman sucks. Like, she's yeah, a, she's horrible. Uh, she's a scumbag. But dude, could all compared to Kaylee McEnany, like she's, she, she's garbage. Yeah, yeah, but what I'm saying though, There's no comparison. She did it to herself. But why on earth would you be stupid enough to take this job? The, like, you know what I mean? So. Um, there was, there was, and we can pull the video. She knew that it was going to just get, you know, softball questions. They don't get real tough questions. That's fair. Here within the last couple of weeks, CNN's even actually been pushing, wanting to know where the, the press conferences are going to be, and that's pretty amazing coming from them. Well, because they, dude, they're not getting any, they're not getting any ratings. They've got yeah. nothing going on, especially without Donald Trump. But then you can't even have the. Well, now the, that there's no Donald Trump, yeah. Jim Acosta's got nothing to talk yeah. about. That guy went to CPAC. That was the best sleep that guy's got in a month. Yeah. Uh, he, he finally had some new Trump to talk yeah. about. Like, oh, yeah. People were freaking out over this golden statue. It's like, bail. They're worshiping it. No, dude. Nobody's worshiping this. Like, where are the people bowing down, praying? To get, oh, my goodness, dude. And, and again, who are y'all to that slaughter babies wholesale to tell anybody about morality or they're or, bowing down the Kumo right now. Yeah, get, yeah, exactly, dude. Yeah. Yeah. You got Gerardo Rivera's over there in his garage <laughs> building his own statue of Kumo. Oh man, dude. It's uh which they did champion that guy. They're like, and that's the thing. While y'all are did that talking, guy not get a Nobel Peace Prize for the way he handled? He was, the, he was considered for you know, nomi- like being nominated for one. Yeah. Okay, so he was just considered for it. I but I mean, so. even the consideration of it is absurd. You wouldn't understand. It's broad and complex. It's broad and complex. Yeah, and it's nuanced as well. Yeah. You got you have to remember that. That's very important to remember the nuance. Nuance is very very important. Um, and I mean, this guy's—he's—he's he's going around calling people like with the Neanderthal thought because you're opening up. Yeah. Because now, after people are so sick and tired of being, you know, locked inside and all the restrictions and stuff like that, like the—I uh, believe it's the governor of Montana uh, says we're we're open for business, and this guy of all people, you know, like Biden. Calling someone else a Neanderthal. Well, it's really. Or, not- or, I'm sorry. He he said they're. What was it? Uh, Neanderthal. They're like that thinking. was their thought process. Yeah. yeah, Neanderthal thinking. Let me tell you what's not caveman level thinking. Pushing a woman on the wall, jamming your fingers up at her, dude, and saying nasty stuff in her ear, man. That's totally modern. Yeah, yeah that's. Ch- Shit thing to do, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like you're you're totally hip and in the now, man. Like, but that like we talked last week about you know these people's priorities and stuff like that, and and the you know we just need two more Senate seats, and uh, and we're gonna get you two thousand yeah. dollars, you know two thousand dollars, two thousand dollars, which is you know since that's been bumped down to fourteen, which you know I think that's been bumped down again. Has it? I think so. Which anybody? Really? Well, like with the the Reverend Warnock, you know the senator, which the esteemed just, Reverend Warnock. Don't hey, just, let, whoa, 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 you back respect up. On hey, just a side note. Yeah, let, let's respect let's speak on his name. Little, just a little side thought: Has there ever been any political figurehead ever that referred to himself as Reverend? That's been anything but a scumbag. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean uh, honestly, ever. Has there ever been one? You know, he was in a, a really nasty domestic violence case with his wife. He beat yeah. her up and, you know, everything. Do you, I wonder if he shoved her up on a wall and digitally penetrated I don't know, her. but I mean, I mean they got divorced thing. because of that. I mean, but that was one of the things I used to love about Rush Limbaugh, like from growing up, uh, the Reverend. <laughs> the one he would refer to uh, Al Sharpton, the Reverend but, Al Sharpton. But what I was getting at is like these people... Okay, so you got uh, you got your two Senate seats, and nobody's seen any money yet. As a matter of fact, that got struck down. But what you are busy doing is trying to shove HR one through the house. Well, you, you got to realize. So, that. W- like, what are your priorities? Your priorities are making sure you secure your party first, mm-hmm. and then we'll 
fool with everybody else yeah. sometime or when you know whenever we get around well, the whole to it. prospect of $2000 was introduced by Donald Trump dude he threw a, a, a wrench all in their plans just by even talking about $2000 that didn't come from the Democrats or the Republican party that came from Donald Trump the idea of giving people $2000 yeah, yeah cuz they were originally wanting $600 exactly remember absolutely yeah. and, and so and and the Democrats got on board to get those two people elected in, in Georgia, which they really didn't need to do that because they stole those seats anyways, which honestly, the, the Republican Party's weak-ass candidates that they put up there are the reason they lost. Like, they, they were terrible candidates. They were trash. And so, and, and people of Georgia were rightfully disenfranchised with the voting machines and all of the fraud that went on. Um, dude, that was, that was a foregone conclusion. But now when you're talking about HR1, you've got um, the Republican Party talking about how we need to fight this. Republicans can never win again. So basically they're, they're soliciting donations based off of, of um, that passing the House when it doesn't have a very high likelihood at all of passing the Senate. So you've got people from the Heritage Foundation. No, I think they need 60 votes to pass the Senate. Yeah, and so um, you've got uh, what's well, going to be filibuster-proof, so they're not going to get it. But oh, they... Get rid of the filibuster, which well, they've also considered. Yeah. Um, but they, I think the Republicans know it's not going to pass. They're attempting a fundraise off of it. And again, the Heritage Foundation like did uh, sent out a mass email soliciting um, for donations based off of its passage in the House. And again, the Heritage Foundation is one of the most prominent factions that was pushing Kavanaugh, Barrett, and um, Gorsuch for Supreme Supreme Court appointments. And they all three sold us out on election fraud. And so the Heritage Foundation is pushing the idea of donating based off the prospect, oh, there's going to be election fraud. We have to fight the election fraud. You people didn't care about election fraud while it was occurring, and you don't care about rectifying it now or do or even examining it now. I'm not going to give you a dime. I do, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to give you anything. Did you Y'all. see some of the stuff in this HR one, though? Yes, that's some crazy stuff. Compels, yeah, that's what compels. that's what I'm getting at. Like yeah. that, they're it's it's their politics first, and then the people second. I mean, it just the they want to compel states to count mail-in votes that arrive ten days after the election, allow states ballot harvesting, compel states to ban voter IDs, compel states to allow bureaucrats to redraw congressional districts, compel states to allow felons to vote. I believe it's they absurd. want DC statehood. Yeah, and um, Puerto Rico. Well, and that's the thing, though. They know they're not, they're going all in. That's a wish list. But the thing is, at this point, I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'm in the minority here, but the Republican Party can go full commie. Like, oh, we need your money. No, nah, dude. Like, you don't need my money. You're not getting my money. And you don't need my money. I'm a peon, man. Like I don't make big money, but you and you're, you're not getting. It. I've donated before, but you're not, I'm not going to donate to you anymore, man. You, you sold out. The only guy that was preaching America first, you stabbed him in the back, and now you want to come back around and pretend you're part of that, and you're not. Like you can't piss on my head and tell me it's raining, dude. We're not falling for this anymore. <laughs> my donation stopped on November the third. And, and like I said so many times before, to reiterate, man, James O'Keefe and Project Veritas is a very good place to start putting money that would have been donated to the Republican Party. That's a great place to stick your donations, man. That guy's legit. He's doing great work and he's getting great results. And that guy. Um, yeah. Do we have an update on him? What's he? Uh, how's everything? They got they got quite a few things going on. They uh, they um, they had a few new retraction videos this week. Um their lawsuit against uh, who? Uh, the New York Times. Yeah, uh, that's going well. All that stuff's going good, man. Like they they've they've got new stuff coming out all the time. And if anybody's listening, man, they they should definitely subscribe to that guy on uh, social media and on on YouTube, or whether uh, Rumble or any any of the social media stuff that isn't left leaning. Um, he's great. He, he's he's legit. Yeah, and I know back to the mass type stuff. I was reading something uh the other day i was trying to find it i couldn't just find it but they were uh i guess kamala harris was visiting a school or something and she was saying that the only the only issue that the kids had were like the mask were a little too big for their face but they would grow into those next year so that kind of lets you know where they stand on mask mandates so south dakota went back to school what in in the fall 
And I mean, was there like a plethora of deaths there? Yeah, then you got Texas opening up 100% next week. Well, I mean, week. but since South Dakota has been open. Yeah. And so we were talking about following the science. I saw a story this week. Uh, Cody Garbrandt, a, 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 I think he's a bantamweight in the, in the UFC. He's a former title holder. His son, they, they kicked him off a plane because his two-year-old son was having a problem wearing the mask. And, and he got pretty upset, reasonably so. But it, even on this mixed martial arts website in the comment section, it, a few people had said it, it was... Um, Take your jab and shut your mfing mouth, like. But you can't tell out the LeBron James and basketball players. You know, they're not going to shut up and dribble anymore. Well, yeah, sure, that's a good point. But but the, they want to tell the, this guy the, the idea that you're the, you're the the this is scientific. But take the jab and shut your mfing mouth. Number well, actually, it would be more like go take the jab and shut your mfing mouth because you're sitting, you're saying that guard's behind the keyboard. You're not going to say that to anybody's face. Number one, number two, that's not scientific. None, none of this is signed. Again, South Dakota's been open, dude. They've been in school. What, what's the issue? And, and you mentioned that before. What uh, What's the end game of these teachers' unions that they want to get paid and not work? They want to work remotely? They've got used to working from home? Like the ones that got caught saying that they did, the, you know, the, the parents want their babysitter back? And one of the guys last week, I believe, that was part of the uh, a teachers' union in California – but he got caught taking his kid to private school. I saw that. Yeah. So it's one of those, you know, good for me, but not yeah. for thee. Yeah, dude. So he wants his kid to get his learning. He don't want him to fall behind, you know. Yeah. But everybody else, man, hate it for you. You need to stay home. But there's a new – people are wise to this kind of stuff. Like, people – the veil's been lifted, I think, for a lot of people. And there was a new viral video of this lady going through a, uh, a drive through at, I don't know, some fast food restaurant. And uh, so she pulls up to the window. She's in her car. And uh, so the guy's like, uh, do you have a mask? And she looks at him. She says, no. And uh, he's like, well, I, I need you to put a mask on. He said, I can, I can hand you one. She was like, why don't you just hand me my drink? <laughs> and uh, he's like, well, I, I can hand you this mask. You know, you can hand me a mask, but you can't hand me my drink. Had she like, paid already? Now that I don't know, I don't I don't know any of the uh, the other context behind it. But I mean, just the going through the motions of it, and that's basically what I feel like people are doing now. But and and I myself, like I feel like I've been privy to this from the get go. Like I'm not going through the motions. This is this is dumb. Like you know, there's a there's a certain people, you know, a certain you know age whatever people that need to be safeguarded but the rest of us like there's no need to mask healthy people for for everyone's sake and i mean with with anything there's going to be inherent risk you know whether it be eating a cheeseburger or driving to work you know there's always that chance you could have a heart attack die in a car accident something like that when is it that we all have to like we can't accept any risk. We need to walk through this life with zero risk. So we just need to wear a mask. I mean, why not wear a helmet? You know, yeah, I mean, a bubble. Yeah. Why not wear shoulder pads? I, yeah. I don't. It, yeah, I know what I mean. I, I mean, never, why not wear a fire suit? I, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. You, know, you, you got to wear a mask under that fire suit if you're in California. <laughs> I mean, if, if, to be fair, yeah. If, if Tara Reid would have been wearing a chastity belt, maybe yeah. she could. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Uh, yes. And really, that's not a bad idea if you're around a Democrat to just, just provisionally speaking, to to wear a chastity belt because there's a damn good chance around a Democrat you're going to get digitally <laughs> penetrated. You could get touched on. Yeah, and then you're going to get some some earplugs so you don't hear some freaking whacked out stuff by somebody like Joe Biden or Joe. Bi- well, I wonder if Joe Biden has enough devices about himself to get his rape on. Still, you think he can? Uh, I mean, he's no. very experienced. Maybe he takes some Coco nope. Loba so he can remember how to do it. Well, here's the thing, though. And granted, Mike Tyson's younger like you know, than, than Joe Biden is. You know, Mike Tyson's older in age, but, dude, nobody still wants to get punched by Mike Tyson. Yeah. Uh, by the same yeah, token, yeah, yeah. I would think that a woman still doesn't want to get cornered by Joe Biden. I, I, it's like a zombie almost. I bet that his rape gene is so deeply ingrained within him. I, th- I mean, it's just you, human nature. You think it's his default setting? I think it is. But yeah. see, the, the problem is so sad. For and Geraldo would think it's really sad. 
because he doesn't have the physical acumen to still actually rape or digitally penetrate, but he could come over like, like an old zombie, like he could try, like, and then he could he could ramble something incoherent into their ear and breathe in their to ear. him it would be perverted to them it would sound like like you know what I'm saying like, it would just be nothing like so yeah that, that's just they should wear chastity belts I mean seriously you should wear a double chastity belt be dumb ass I that bomb but we were talking about the uh like the the kids, like the Democrats and the kids and stuff always. And, you know, we were talking about the, the transgenders last week and all that. And I was sitting thinking to myself, I was like, you know what? Like, if you can identify as, you know, a man identifies a woman, a woman identifies a man. Like, and and especially with this HR1 stuff, like all the, the voting deregulation that they want. So what would keep, like a three or four year old saying, you know what? I'm 18. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And, well, they and the Democrat, that, yeah. Cause they want to lower the yeah. age of voting. And, anyway. and then, yeah, I saw that they were like, you know, we really need to lower the voting age. And it, like, okay, why are they doing that? But then they increased the age of smoking. Didn't they just increase that to 21? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that stuff will kill you. But you're so immature. Yeah. We also need to be on your parents insurance. So you're 26 is a good idea too. So yeah, you, they have it both ways with everything. But I mean, if, if if you can change your sex, then why can't you change your age? You why know, and, it, and, it, and Ben Shapiro did a good uh, he he did a good clip. He was doing like one of those, you know, where he was talking to students or whatever, and, and they were debating the transgender whatever. And uh, this girl gets up, and you know, he's like, "Well, why aren't you?" He said, "How old are you?" You know, I, you, you look young enough to where I feel comfortable asking you how old you are. And she says, "She's, I don't know, twenty. And he said, "Well, why aren't you sixty? She's like, "Because I'm twenty." It's like, "Yeah, but why? Why aren't you sixty? You know, like yeah. if, if 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 it's all fluid, if nothing is a for sure concrete thing anymore, then I mean, we can identify as." Whatever sex, whatever race, you know, whatever age we want to. That's not scientific. See, <laughs> so we're not following the science, right? No, you're not. We'll circle back to that. No, that, yeah. I mean, I can tell you, it's not scientific. So, the idea that, like, okay, I, I can say today I'm a tree. That's not scientific. The only thing that can be scientifically fluid would be your gender. Which there's a lot of, I wonder, yeah, right? That's not scientific? No. Oh, my bad. (laughs) (laughs) I don't get it. No, uh, which, okay, so my dad had made a good point, though, and that's what I was going to say was that calling them a transgender is, again, gender's not real outside of a, a literary sense to refer to the biological sex of a male or a female. Right? Yeah. That's my opinion, anyway. To call someone a, a, a transgender, that's not, to me, that's not even definitionally a real thing. That's made up. You're a transvestite. You're a man that's dressing like a woman. You can also be like Richard Levine. It, to me, you're just a cross-dresser. Because to call you otherwise is to give credence to the idea that that mentally someone that had to take voice lessons or biologically or otherwise that there's that you're anything about you as a female, it's not. Even if you remove your your geni- your genitals, you're still biologically a male. Yeah, and that can be Physically, backed up through science. Male through the whole process of gathering DNA. If he were to commit a murder at a crime scene and he left his DNA there, he would be scientifically criteria as a male, not a female. Oh, that, yeah, for sure. That, that, that mean, would make... Yeah. No, but then they would need to abandon all that because that would be sexist and racist. But that's a, that, uh, Yeah, if, if, if Richard Levine was an Egyptian pharaoh and we dug him up 2,000 years, you know, from, from his time of death... Mm-hmm. I don't Long care what after he, his penis is disintegrated. <laughs> yes. I don't okay. care what he felt like when he died. He's a male. It's a good Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. That, that, my friends, is following the science. Science, science, science. I mean, honestly, so people that were totally objective to, you know, 2,000 years later that, 
you know, they, they've got no stake in any of it. They don't really care. I mean, they don't care who he was or how he felt it would or whatever. Be cool if they did, though. It, well, and they, we, they pull this guy up. They're going to be like, oh, man, we found this guy today. Whoa, 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 whoa. Like, whoa, you can't. Whoa, you can't jump to It would be cool if we went found a way to go back and see if maybe King Tut was Queen Tut. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I think that's something we should circle back to. We can look. No, into. I think it's something that we should invest our time and money into. <laughs> I don't want to circle back. I, right, I really we are going to, to start a GoFundMe account. Yeah, I want to drill down. We need to get I don't want to circle back. I want to drill into it, dude. I want to get <laughs> okay, <the> Joe Biden. <laughs> <laughs> okay, did he, Joe Biden. Did he, did he say that? Do you do you want to no. penetrate this? Yeah. <laughs> I think that's what he was getting. At. Yeah. Well, technically, he digitally penetrated up. I'm trying to drill down. <laughs> so, okay. You know, okay. I want to see if King Tut was potentially a Queen Tut. Wonder though, too. Like, could Abraham Lincoln maybe have identified secretly? You. How could we ever know? Maybe that's the whole story with the uh, wigs from <laughs> the revolutionary period. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we're just discovering all this. And I'd like to say those people on like the house floor would have been completely just disgusted at seeing Richard Levine, uh, you know. But then again, they might have been delighted because he was bringing the wig look back, you know. <laughs> Oh, dude, he looks so terrible. Well, he's keeping with tradition. He's he's one of us. All right, on a, on our new segment this week, <laughs> since this is like a weekly thing now of people just get canceled, it's actually a daily thing. But I mean, we're gonna have to pick up the pace on the podcast if we uh, if we're gonna keep up with it. So, uh, I mean, this week's cancellation, you know him, you've read him, you love him, Doctor Seuss. Gone. Mm. Canceled. The cat is out of the hat. (laughs) Let's play taps for him. Mm. So, uh, this is according to CNN, too. It's our our local uh, conservative news outlet. (laughs) (laughs) Says uh, six Dr. Seuss books won't be published anymore because they portray people in hurtful and wrong ways. So, uh, I could read off the list of them. You, yeah, dude, I'm, I'm definitely interested. Because I, I, I saw the headline, I heard people talking about it, but I, I never actually saw what the criteria was for the cancellation. I, it just says, yeah, they, they portray people in uh, in ways that are hurtful and wrong. And uh, they will no longer be published anymore because that, of that's it. That's the only description they gave? <laughs> yeah. It I, I did read one thing about like someone like looked Asian, which, I mean... <laughs> I'm pretty sure the Asian people that we know don't give a flying rat Dr. <laughs> Seuss's books the way they depict Asian people. No. And so, like, in the Jim Carrey's version of The Grinch, like, the the way the people look, what, what are they called again? The Who's. Yeah, like, what are they meant to depict? Like, I mean... Is that like cats regular, or something? I don't. It's like that regular honks because uh, if it is, I got. And I think we're looking at it all wrong, dude. Like we should probably start to get really offended. Yeah, really. Like Beverly Hillbillies, man. Come on. Yeah, dude. I'm. I'm really tired of being characterized as a hick, dude. Even though I am. Yeah, I, I see that here. It's uh, an offensive uh, portrayal of Asia and uh, two African characters. Uh, they what, have, were they, they truly African, though? They have anti-black characteristics. What does that mean? You tell me. Um, Where are the people that are, like, mining this out, like, digging for this fictitious nonsense? Well, we talked about it last week. And, and, yes, these are, you know, these books are predominantly, I mean, grown-ups aren't reading them unless you're reading them to a kid. Mm-hmm. But kids aren't looking for racism. Kids don't see color. Yeah. Like they're not, and, and I mean, if anything, if you if you're thumbing through a book and you are an Asian kid and you come across an Asian character, oh look, that's that's kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. I don't I don't know that a kid's gonna be offended because a yeah. cat in a hat characteristic, yeah. and and a, a a child that looks you know at at something and they're like, you know, these are anti-black characteristics. Yeah, oh, and, and and why only now? You know what I mean? Like. 
why only now? Is that is that because oh because we're we're more advanced? I, I would make the assertion that it's because we're absolutely going backwards. This is this is such backwards thinking. It's this this isn't progressive. Like that's just another thing they've hijacked. Like pro- prog- progressive root word being progress. Like this is there's nothing progressive about this. Progressing to what? You know what I mean? Progressing to to zero diversity of thought. Diversity is great unless it's diversity of thought. Because you guys hate that. You hate anybody to question narrative. And and with good reason, because you want to dictate and control what everybody thinks. Doctors These books have been around for how long? Yeah, because I I, I I read them when I was a kid. No, oh, absolutely, dude. Okay. And they're it extremely says, popular. Says in uh this film, you know, The Cat in the Hat, the film that was in the movie theaters, ended its run on March the 18th of 2004, and it grossed $101 million domestically and $32.8 million overseas for a worldwide total of $134 million. Where were those offended people? I can't believe all those racists watched that movie. Well, they, they were actually talking about doing a spinoff until all this happened. It was, uh, I think it was about Joe Biden to read. It was called The Hand in the Pan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But what the what these people don't realize, and maybe they do realize it, and maybe this is all on purpose. But with with the cancel culture, because it struck on like Aunt Jemima and Uncle Ben's, like all of these <laughs> Joe Biden Joe Biden tried to say that it was his fault because she was the flirt in the skirt, <laughs> the flirt in the skirt. I'm I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yes. So, do you got the sad trombone on there? Or did you just do it? That's <laughs> great. Sorry. Sorry. Oh, what uh, what I was getting at is <clears throat> like the cancel the cancel culture with um because they pulled, I believe, and I don't know if they did or didn't, I don't go to the grocery store and look, but like the Aunt Jemama, like the the depiction of the the black female and Uncle Ben's, um, which is a depiction of a black man on a box of I don't know rice or whatever it is so it's like man that's I don't I don't know calling that. it rice is offensive to Asians yes yeah who knows but we, we so, need to really come up with a better scientific term for whatever that stuff that it is is but that what they're doing and like I said whether they whether they know it or not but so you go in the grocery store now you used to have these these depictions of uh you know of black people on these containers and I don't know if they declared that cultural appropriation or what but now you go in there and we've gotten rid of all the black did, people did they change the name of that syrup and the rice i don't know that they did or not but that's what i'm saying like but either way so you're getting rid of black faces because you're anti-racist i don't what sense does that make i have no like i, I would love to try to to say something clever and witty and and, and play devil's advocate, but yeah, dude, I'm, I'm, that's, that's. It seems like you bananas. would plop prop those those companies up, like yeah, well, these, yeah, these so companies have depictions of you know of African Americans, blacks, whatever. Let, let me see the the Aunt Jemima one, because they're like, oh, this is it. like it, I absolutely. But I mean, what do you want people to do? What do you want to replace those with? White faces? Wouldn't that be more racist? You know, by by your standards. Yeah, because I thought it was like an endearing thing, like this 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 woman, like it's it, it's kind of like comfort food, like I don't know, like it made me feel comfort. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't know, I felt like I knew Aunt Jemima. Like the, it's like she made my pancakes. Well, Aunt Jemima is going to be rebranded as the Pearl Milling Company. And it's no longer going to say Aunt Jemima on the boxes. I'm just saying, if you're a black person, though. And and you're because somebody's getting royalties for that for aren't you, wouldn't you think no Would, because, wouldn't you think that they would want more depictions of blacks potentially but dude in, the, in yeah you know in in all facets of life grocery store included the um I, I just wonder 
what would have happened if the people that manufactured that would have put up both middle fingers and said, screw you? It, that that issue would already be laid to rest and you would still have Aunt Jemima's. Kind of like the Gallia or Goya. Goya, Goya, Goya yeah. foods. But Red Bull did the same thing. If you can pull that one, man, yes. that's been a while ago. They circulated a petition for them to make a statement on Black Lives Matter. And it was, I want to say it was two marketing executives and the CEO let them both go. Yes. You know what happened to Red Bull? Not a damn thing, dude. Like, and whatever happened to that, man? Two middle fingers up, man. Screw off, dude. And that's what Aunt Jemima and Uncle Ben should have done. But the problem is, what if unless it was internal, that the people and in, in, in the... the um, I'm just saying, by taking by taking that, you know, that black depiction sure. of a person, is, sure. does that make you more racist or less racist? I mean, you tell me. I, you can make the argument that it makes you more racist. Sure. Like, I just think it's idiotic from every perspective. Like, it's the, and from a, a business perspective, that's probably going to cost you money. It's not going to improve your business. Huh. I, I think it would be a stretch to, to consider. No, I guarantee it costs would, money. I yeah. mean, you're going to have to retool all your machines. Well, I'm saying to as make far it. as your, I, I said that wrong. I would imagine that would equate to a lower sales. Yeah, because look at here. It says Red Bull in July of 2020. Energy drink giant Red Bull fired three top executives, including its North American CEO and CMO, chief marketing officer, and dissolved the cultural marketing divisions that organized events like awesome. live music festivals. That's, made, yeah. that's good for them, dude. Mm-hmm. I mean, what is the, what'd you say, the cultural marketing yeah, the cultural marketing divisions. What do you think that really translates to? What do you think the cultural marketing division? What do you? What do you? I wonder which cultures they're yeah. marketing to. Yeah, it's just the liberal marketing branch. Yeah. No, so do all things it said North, North American. Were all three from North America? Uh, it, it doesn't say. It says including its North American CEO and CMO. So two so of two. them were North American. Yeah, well, there's part of your the large yeah, part of your answer. Like we're the third because they thought, and again, because they think that that's going to do them good over here and put them in a positive light here. When and honestly, it's not because the people. That, <laughs> well, I'm sure they wanted to do something stupid like make a rainbow Red Bull can, and it's like, man, we're not going down yeah, that road. It's, it says the turmoil came as Red Bull sales continued to grow, the company said it sold nearly one can for every person on earth in 2019 and bounced back from a brief from a brief coronavirus related dip to gain market share over chief rival monster this year. So when they stayed silent, fired the people causing this this ruckus, they passed their biggest competitor. What does monster that say? Energy made a statement on it. Good for them. Yeah, I mean that's a thing. Like you know, we've talked about people. Why why can you not just stay neutral? Why can well, you well, not just keep your I, mouth? I gotta going? think that do that, what you do best instead yeah, of just, getting involved in everything else. Yeah, make a good energy drink. If, if, and, if you started the company and, and you're ideologically and emotionally tied to this, and your heart and soul believes what they're saying, dude, knock yourself out. If you value that more than your business or how whatever the case, if if it's that important to you. Man, do that. But the reality is you got it's so contrived and, and fictitious because you guys are doing this because you for whatever reason this is you feel the society's being steered this way and it's gonna probably I think some of them feel that it's gonna financially benefit them and some feel obligated. But it, dude, if, if your heart and soul isn't into the idea that Black Lives Matter, then you shouldn't do it. If it is, knock yourself out. If that equates to lower sales, that's not my problem. I, I wouldn't support it. But again, if that's where your heart is, man, cool, do that. But don't do it if it's not. That's just re- that's even worse. I mean, does that make sense? It does. It's ridiculousness, dude. And Red Bull, dude's, dude's heart ain't in it. We ain't doing that. This is stupid. And I tend to agree with him. It's idiotic. Yeah. Because you guys are commies. You don't care anything about black lives. And, and that's one of the things now they're looking. So like, uh, what was it? Uh, Michael Brown's dad. He's look, looking to Black Lives Matter. You guys took in ninety million. Where is it? You guys are riding around in expensive automobiles with expensive clothes. What are you putting back? And he's asking now, what are y'all putting back? So there's infighting. What are you putting into the black community? You're not putting anything into the black community because you're a bunch of freaking money grubbing, grifting ass communists. That's what you are. You're not putting anything into the black community you're, because the people at the at the, the higher ups within the Black Lives Matter faction and organization, which is what it is, they don't care about black lives. They never did. No, no more than Al Sharpton or Jesse Jackson or the re- esteemed Reverend Warnock. 
Which that guy looks like an idiot, by the yeah, way. Yeah, they just and care then, about greenbacks, not black lives. Absolutely, dude. Yeah, it turns out it don't cost all that much to make Molotov cocktails and some little crappy signs, and then we just pocket the rest. But, and that's the thing, though, too. Like, all their foot soldiers were freaking uh, suburbanite, millennial, below 26 on their parent insur- insurance basement dwelling freaking honks, dude. You know what I mean? Free thinkers. Yeah, that's what they want. <laughs> And that's what you get, dude. Pay pay a college tuition for your your kid to get them indoctrinated to come out and act like that. What's your career going to be, dude? You're out here throwing freaking liberal arts, man. No, oh, that's ridiculous, dude. Which the, and you spoke about it a minute ago. The, the the difference between the penalization for someone at the Capitol versus someone out there, dude. How many times have you heard of any worthwhile arrest and people still arrested for things they did during the Black Lives Matter riots? What, did anybody ever hear the people like in Nashville, the people that were throwing the firebombs inside the Capitol? Where are those people at? Do you ever hear? And again, they may still be uh, hemmed up, but you don't ever hear anything about it. No, the only one I heard about still in jail is Kyle Rittenhouse. Yeah. Other than that, what happened to the rest of them? Yeah, well, some of the people that were at the Capitol on the 6th, or, or they're, and they're oh, saying the, that yeah, they've, said that they've been detained. tortured, so I don't know. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, you got one guy that was out there that was a conservative you know that yeah dude i mean he he shot a few people up you know and uh whether whether or not wherever you stand on that you know as to the reasoning behind the motivation whatever but yeah that's the only one that i've heard as far as people you know burning down buildings and stuff yeah i haven't heard anything All right, guys, we'll wrap it up here today for episode eight. Thank you so much for tuning in to Common Man's Common Sense. Make sure you subscribe and you share this podcast with all your friends. Thanks, guys. We'll see you next week.